Today we're going to discuss one of our favorite topics. Yeah. Failure. It really is. It is. Something we've talked about many times before, mm -hmm. but it's a recent article in Psychology Today entitled, Turning Failure into Fuel for Success. Right. And anytime we see a title like that, we just have to Gotta pull jump. it up. Yeah. But I like the idea of fuel for success, right. not turning failure into success, right. but turning failure into the fuel. I like the whole concept. Absolutely. So in this article, um, the, the authors talk about you know, sometimes that, that sting of failure right. um, can serve as a motivating drive, as a fuel, as a um, push to, to go to that next level uh, to find success. And the interesting thing about this study, and, th and they report on the study that was completed, um, the uh, researchers studied two um, simultaneous issues. Mm -hmm. One was how does failure make you feel? Mm -hmm. And of course, it makes you feel bad. Right. Okay. But the other thing is, does it does does failure change your performance? Right. Okay. And that was the other issue. Mm -hmm. Does it really lead to performance enhancement? It's a lovely, um, kind of nice little experiment that mm -hmm. they did, because um, <clears throat> they would they would have they did a uh, golf mm -hmm. uh, task, a putting. They were putting, and uh, they would have them putt six times. But they wouldn't, the, you couldn't see where your ball went. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you would putt the ball, but you couldn't see whether right. it went in or not. And so they would correct you, they would provide corrective feedback to mm -hmm. you um, in the form of compliments or, mm -hmm. or, or no compliments. And at the end of six putts, they would test how you feel about things. Right. How, do you, how do you feel about all these failures that are mounting up? Mm -hmm. Because, and so people would rate their feelings. Mm -hmm. But they would also give them some cognitive tasks to right. do, okay? And that was, that was what was interesting about the experiment is they, they not only tested self-esteem, but they also tested their cognitive um, mm -hmm. performance right. at the end of six putts. And I think they had them, there was a total of 30 or 40 putts. They did mm -hmm. them in six, um, right. several segments of six putts each. Um, and the results were interesting because they said, yes, indeed. Failure does have a negative effect on your self-esteem. You do feel bad about yourself when you fail. Okay? Yeah, and that—that that of course is is. I think pretty well documented. I think most of us could have told them that. Absolutely, I could tell them that. Um, I've been stung every. Nobody likes to fail. Yeah. I mean, um, and so yes, you do feel bad about it. So that's right. a given. Right. Okay? Human emotion. You feel bad about falling short. Yeah. Okay? But but the interesting thing was what happens after that. That's right. What happens next? So how does it affect, how does failure affect your performance? Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, and what they found is that when you um, fail uh, repeatedly right. sometimes, that there's, is, there's an increased, again, an increased motivation, increased drive to work harder. That's right. Um, and, and that's what, you know, you know, we often talk about this with when it comes to kids mm -hmm. because we work so hard to make sure our kids are successful. Right. We want That's them right. to, to succeed at everything, mm -hmm. but by doing so, we don't teach them the value of working hard. That's right, or of managing your failures. Right. Of managing, because if you're always successful, you're not, the bar is not being set high enough. Well, that's what I mean. You, 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 when, six, when finding success is so easy, you don't have to work hard at anything. That's right. And so it's just like, yeah, as long as I show up, I'll get a trophy. Right. There's a problem with that. That's right. Right? We all agree. Yes. I mean, mm -hmm. so so we need to know we, and recognize that we we got to work hard if we want to have that success. That's right. And so there is this relationship between failure 
and performance. Mm -hmm. Okay, so w w how do how, because the goal is how do I, how do I increase my performance? Right. Okay, that that's the whole key here. And what the authors found is that you have to um, it's how you manage the failure, right. how how you manage your feelings about the failure. Right. 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 Whether you're going to take that and work harder mm -hmm. or um, or if it's going to defeat you, right? You know, is it going to is it going to provide is the failure going to provide you motivation, or is it going to defeat you? Right, and that's the issue. Right, and we talk about this many times because we say it's not what happens that matters; mm -hmm. it's how you deal with it that right. matters. Right. And here again, we see it applied to performance. Right, it's not what happens; it's how you deal with what happens. Right. Okay, and here's another good example of that because people who fail and pick up the pieces and say, okay, I have to try harder, I have to do more, I have to work harder, I have to exercise more, those people will improve their performance. Right. If you let it defeat you, right. there's no improvement. Right, so there is, a, there is that cognitive aspect to it. That's right. The, the way that you think about it and perceive it, and once again, I'm gonna go back to kids, when right. we don't allow our kids to experience failure mm -hmm. and then the opportunity to recover from that failure, mm -hmm. You know, at some point when they fail, they're not going to have the 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 emotional right. uh, capacity to recover and use that as the motivation drive, That's motivating right. drive to do better next time. I don't know how uh, both of our our children participated in athletics. Mm -hmm. your, your son in soccer, my daughter in tennis, and it took me years. Um, full disclosure here, it took me years to get to a point where I could say to my daughter after, if she did poorly in a match, I would, now I can say to her, okay, well, what do you need to work on? Mm -hmm. Okay, wh what happened in the match? Mm -hmm. What do you need to work on? What What will you do differently? What, do you need to practice anything mm -hmm. in particular? And <clears throat> that became a much more constructive right. way, rather than criticize, oh, you didn't do this, and you didn't do that, and mm -hmm. I noticed this, and I noticed that. No, I ask her, mm -hmm. what What are you gonna, what right. will you do differently next time? And then we can have a discussion. Right. That's teaching her how to manage her emotions. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you probably did the same thing with yeah. her. Yeah, oh, know. no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We, we discuss it and <coughs> uh, ask him how he thinks he, how he right. feels as though he did, and right. we go from there. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll, they'll tell you, I right. could have done this better, mm -hmm. my serve wasn't good, I wasn't in position, mm -hmm. and they will tell you. They'll criticize mm -hmm. themselves, they'll say, so I have to work on mm -hmm. this. Yeah. Now, uh, <coughs> near the end of the article, yeah. they provide um, four steps. If, have you, if you have failed, Mm -hmm. Here's four steps uh, for you to yeah. follow. Right. Okay. The first one is to recognize and admit the failure. <laughs> I think that that's that's such an important first step. I mean, it's simple, but it's important. Yeah, but and so many kids don't. You know, yeah. it wasn't my fault. It was the, the coach made exactly. me do this, or the other players made me do that, or the pitcher was no. Accept that you fell short. Yeah. Okay. Because that's the first step. Okay. Right. Admit failure. The second thing is to don't think about it too much. You know, don't try to rationalize it immediately. Right. Just accept it and. You know, and, and not overthink it. That's right, because if you think about it too much, mm -hmm. um, you're going to head in some bad directions, like, right. and you're going to have get some self-fulfilling prophecies. So don't spend a lot of time thinking about what mm -hmm. happened. Right. And the third thing is to go ahead and emote. Right. If we, if we <laughs> That's right. 
experience those emotions, but in a in a self-compassionate way. Right. You know, um, recognize that you feel bad, that mm-hmm. you feel frustrated, or that whatever the feelings are that you're experiencing from that failure, go ahead and experience that and recognize it and label it and identify it. Right. I hate to lose. Right. That, that's what we want people to I absolutely hate to lose is what we want people to say. Right. I don't want to feel like this. Right. Coaches, college coaches will do that, and they'll say to their players, I want you to think about how you feel right now right. after losing a game and say, I don't ever want you to experience this again. Okay, right. if you know, I want you to taste failure, right. um, and because we don't want you to do it again. Right. But you have to have the feeling. You have to give right. vent to the feeling. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the last step is <coughs> to take action. Right. So you, you put those emotions, and I like what they say here, the purpose of emotion is to prepare for an action. Absolutely. And we say this all the time, especially young people, but we say it to adults. Your emotions provide you with motivation. Right. Okay. And, right. and you can't, um, don't ever try to escape that. It's when, when children get angry, when they get sad, when they're ha- whatever the emotion is, it is the fuel to motivate you to do better the next time. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's how we want them to treat it. Absolutely. So take action. The last step should be action. Right. Okay. Not give up. Right. And so many people do that. They they fail once or twice and they give up. Right. And, and that's the benefit of a good coach or of a sports that's psychologist right. or mm-hmm. a, a, co- um, a counselor of some sort, um, or just a, a parent who's take, mm-hmm. coming from this perspective to, right. to help overcome you know that, that failure, mm-hmm. um, recognize the emotion, don't overthink it, right. recognize the emotion, and then put those emotions into action so right. that you do better next time. I can, I can envision, you know, especially little kids, um, mm-hmm. Little League Baseball or any of the sports, when kids first start, whether it's soccer, football, baseball, doesn't matter what it is, and they come home and they're so discouraged and they're crying. And many parents, oh, don't worry about it. You know, don't give it a thought. Don't. No, let them own those emotions. Right. Let them taste that failure, yeah. and and then say, okay, so what can we what can we do mm-hmm. to get better than to be better the next time? Right. Not not negate their emotions. Mm-hmm. They have to have those emotions because right. that's going to be the fuel for doing better the next time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, all right, that is it for today. <laughs> Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and forget to be afraid.